Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. What's up, everybody? My name is Marty Griffin, and you are listening to the Golf Strategy School podcast, the only podcast that is designed to help the average, everyday, weekend golfer get over those milestone humps of breaking 90 or 100, if that's what you're still working on. Today's episode is brought to you by Superspeed Golf. If you want to hit the ball farther, you need to swing the club faster. And Mike and Kyle from Superspeed Golf have devised a way through brain science to help you swing the club faster. If you want to learn more about it, head over to golfstrategyschool.com slash superspeed. If you already know about it and you just want that 10% off, you can use promo code GOLFSTRATEGY and get 10% off your entire order. Today's episode is about setting ourselves up for better success around the green with a little bit of forethought. So today, we're talking about the putting clock. Let's get to it. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could be a more consistent and confident player? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, where we discuss specific practice strategies used by some of the best golf instructors from around the world. Here's your host, Marty Griffin. All right, so like I said, today's episode is about the putting clock, and this is... I'm sure you've all heard the five P's prior prevention, prior practice prevents poor performance. That's what it is. This is a six P saying. So prior planning prevents poor putting performance. Alliteration aside, the putting clock is a way to think about where you are, where you approach the green, how you set yourself up for success once you get on the green. Now, this idea, the first time I heard about it, actually comes from Dave Pels. And if you're familiar with his book, The Short Game Bible, it's it goes deep into detail on the putting clock. Now, what the putting clock is, is essentially you just imagine that the cup is at the center of a clock face. And you have anywhere around there that you could lay or that you could have your ball and you're putting towards the cup. Now, what the putting clock is really talking about is it's how to set yourself up for the easiest putt possible. Now, if the green were perfectly dead level flat, we wouldn't really care because every single putt would be straight. But the reality is the drastic majority of greens are not going to be perfectly flat. And a lot of times, greens keepers and golf courses will use the undulation of the green 
to act as kind of a secondary protector of the golf hole. You see it all the time in golf tournaments when people play on Sundays in the PGA Tour. They call them Sunday pins, where it's in a real tough spot where there's a lot of break or there's like a real drastic you know, runoff. It's near a false front, so you might end up putting off of a green. This is what I'm talking about. So by thinking our way around this before we actually hit our shot up to it, you know, you might find yourself in a better position if you take the putting clock into account. So like I said, if our green is perfectly flat, we don't care because every putt is therefore straight. But if we have, let's say we just have a nice gentle slope, nothing crazy, but just enough to make the ball curve, you know, let's say three inches over 10 feet. So that's enough to make you miss the hole if you aim straight at the cup. So this is where we would want to take the putting clock into account. The putting clock says that straight up and down, so no break, it's just either uphill or downhill, straight uphill, you're putting from 6 o'clock up to the cup, which is in the middle of the face. If you're putting down the hill, you're putting from 12 o'clock down to the cup. In any circumstance that we can control, we want to be putting up the hill. This allows us to be a little bit more aggressive, and if you do miss a putt because you push it or pull it or something like that, it's not going to go drastically screaming by the hole. Because it's rolling uphill, you almost have almost like a little bit of a backstop to help kind of keep that missed putt in check. So... In a perfect world, you're going to be putting uphill every single time. So that's our number one choice. Our second choice is straight down the hill, so putting from 12 o'clock. If you're looking at how you're approaching the green, you want to leave yourself below the hole. If you can't leave yourself below the hole, you know, let's say the pin is really close to you and you've got to carry a bunker or something like that, then, you know, second best situation is to be putting straight down the hill because then there's still not break. Anytime we introduce a new variable, it makes the shot harder. And break on a putt is a very difficult variable to master. So our third situation, we want to have a right to left breaking putt if you are right-handed. If you putt left-handed, you would want a left-to-right breaking putt. The reason why is because statistically, putts that break in that direction, right-to-left for right-handers, they tend to be easier for golfers to make those putts, and it's easier for them to read those putts, and they have more confidence over those putts. I know you can all think of those real slippery situations where you've got maybe like a four or five footer and it's breaking away from you from you know how you stand over the ball. Those ones, it's really easy to kind of overthink it and manipulate the stroke trying to steer the putt into the hole. And so that's why we want to avoid that at all costs. So that's why our number four situation, our worst case scenario is having a side hill putt that breaks away from us, that breaks left to right if we're right-handed, or right to left if you're left-handed. So the reason we want to do this is, as we talked about, statistically it is 
the best possible chance to make those putts in that order. So if you're if you imagine as you're chipping onto a green, imagine that you've got like a 15 foot circle around that green and it's a clock. Look at that clock. Find the straight up and the straight down. Find your 12 and 6. And you want to hit a putt into that 6 o'clock zone. If you want, or I'm sorry, you want to hit your chip into that 6 o'clock zone. If you can't hit your chip into that 6 o'clock zone, if it's just not feasible because of condition, if it if it makes you take too risky of a chip, then okay, we want to hit our putt into the 12 o'clock zone. If we can't do that because it's too risky, which, let's be honest, there's not going to be a lot of situations where both straight below and straight above the hole are too hard to get to because the only reason that would be too hard is if it's too close to the edge of the green, which means the other direction is the wide side of the green where you can play safe. Our third situation, like I said, if we for some reason can't get straight up or straight down, we want to have a putt that breaks towards us. So right to left for right-handers, left to right for lefties. It's easier to read those putts. You want to leave yourself in that zone if the other two are not available. And our last situation is that putt that breaks away from us. So this can actually work for your long lag putts as well. You know, Normally I want people to think about this putting clock when they are green side and they are chipping onto the green, making their approach. But if you've got a 20 plus foot putt, which let's face it, the average first putt for golfers, for amateur golfers is 22 feet. So if you've got a 20 plus foot putt, you're just trying to lag it somewhere close. If you take this putting clock into account, you're going to have a lot less three putts because you're leaving yourself in the best, most optimal position for what will result as a really easy tap-in for your second putt. So let's start thinking about that putting clock. You know, Put that into your visualization plan when you're approaching greens. Look at that putting clock. A lot of times, even the visualization process of where would 12 o'clock be, where would 6 o'clock be, those areas really help people read putts as well. So, you know, we're not just thinking of, hey, let's put the ball in the hole because that's not going to happen very often when we're chipping. Let's think about, hey, where is the best, most easiest putt on this green? And let's leave the ball there. Let's make sure that if we miss, we miss there. So just a little shift in your mentality can really help start shaving strokes and start setting you up for a lot more confidence in and around the greens. All right, everybody until next time, I will catch you all in the short grass. Cheers.
All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.